Well, welcome back to Warrior Talk, the voice of Little Rock Christian Academy, a.k.a. Warriorville. This is Gary Arnold, your host and your head of school. Every week we want to grab a few minutes of your time to share an insight on school, education, parenting, and building community in the grace and truth of Jesus. Well, this week we've got a doubleheader for you. Uh, I usually say 10 minutes of your time, but this one's going to go 20. But let me tell you right now, it's worth every minute because we're going to be talking Talking about uh, making fun during a very unfun time. I have with me as our guest today uh, Miss Amanda Glenn, the head of our Biblical Worldview Department, and Mrs. Sarah Crable, who is our director of ops for the lower school, and their sisters. Uh, they're the Glenn girls. And these sisters are fascinating women of God. And as we come into a change of seasons, I think this weekend the, the temps are dropping, it's going to feel like winter, the tide is turned, and with all the social confinement, I've asked them how to make family life as joyful and fun as possible. Why? Because they're experts. They come from a family that gets an A+. Plus in having fun as a family. So now as adults, they look back on those years with the best memories, and they want to share those treasures with you today. So soak it up and then go out and have some fun. Amanda and Sarah, you're on. Well, thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. Yes, thank you, Dr. Arnold. This is fun. And there's nothing more than we love talking about than our childhood, because we do think that we have a special upbringing because <laughs> Boglin was our father. And uh, if you know anything about Boglin, you know there's probably a zip line in the backyard, a rock climbing wall in our chimney, two tree swings, and, and all of his other creative ideas. Yes, dad is Mr. Fun, 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 as mom likes to call him. And so there were quite a few mm, engaging activities <laughs> that were a part of our childhood. We spent every other summer taking road trips um, across the country for five weeks, camping all around national parks. Yep, we, uh, we never stayed in a hotel, and there was always a, a tent camp at the campgrounds or a KOA, and um, so I think that taught us at a young age how to just enjoy and fall in love with the outdoors. But I would say, and Sarah, maybe you would agree, maybe you disagree, the, the day-to-day was probably the most beneficial to who we are. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, we were a family life family. And so Disney World for a family of six uh, wasn't really uh, within our means. And so dad made it happen and made fun vacations, but also just day-to-day engagements happened for us um, and for us to make memories. I think that was a huge deal on dad's agenda is how to engage and build relationships with his three daughters and one son and how to build memories with the family. Um, And so I think we just want to share a couple of things that he did to encourage families in this this weird season of closures around the city, a lot of, you know, go-karts you can't ride and movies you can't go to and all of these things that you really can have so much fun as a family even though it's winter, even though things are shut down. And we just kind of want to tell you how dad did that back in the day for us. So the thing that stood out about our family, I think, was the simplicity. There's simplicity in activities, um, and there is engagement. And 
Uh, dad was very intentional. That word is often uh, overused, but mom and dad were both very intentional about what they were, um, how they were spending time with us. Uh, so time around the dinner table was very intentional. Um, we never talked about days at school or days at work and said it was a time to just enjoy one another. Yeah, and I think that's really important to, for us to remember now and um, looking one day, Lord willing, to having a family that will implement, okay, the dinner table is not a place to solve the world's problems. It's not a place to talk about the news. It's not a place to try to work out problems. Um, it's a place to dream. and It's a place to encourage. It's a place to be positive with one another. And we... Um, we knew growing up that, that our family set aside that time to just be with one another and not with issues. That, and that was so huge, peace at the dinner table. There was so much peace. Um, but there was also a lot of fun at the dinner table. And <laughs> yes, the Glenn family is known for one fun event in particular, Barbarian, Barbarian Night. Night. And Dad now has his own ministry with Fathers and Sons and has incorporated uh, Barbarian Night into his events. Yes, and this all started when um, we went, uh, came downstairs for dinner one night, and Dad had, we were outside, um, and Dad had a torch, a lit torch um, that he was holding, and um, some face paint on, and he was talking like this, and he said, Amanda, your name is now... Hoga soup. <laughs> and he gave us all <laughs> what we considered barbarian names. <laughs> and um, and then he led us around our um, five-acre property, telling us all the heritage of the Glen barbarians, which was not accurate or true in any ways, but um, no. made for a great story. <laughs> and when we got back to the house... Well, things got a little messy. Um, they decided... <laughs> With mom's permission, dad decided to have the entire uh, feast of dinner um, at our kitchen table without any silverware or plates. Uh, so he walked in, threw a rotisserie chicken down on the wooden table. Threw it. Threw it. It slammed down. Yep. I do remember this. Yes. A hot dump. mashed potatoes. <laughs> hot mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, mashed potatoes. Uh, beans. And it all was in just one big pile on the dinner table. Yes. And our eyes couldn't have been any wider. No. And then my favorite part was the Folgers can of root beer that we passed around. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Full of cold root beer that we passed around and drank from. And we we called each other by our (laughs) barbarian names and we ate from the same table. No napkins, no forks, no plates, no cups. No. No. And we eventually, this became more of a tradition. And uh, what was neat about that was people had heard about the Glenn family barbarian night. You don't know when it's going to happen. All you know is all of a sudden mom comes and starts throwing things on the table. Um, we learned the hard way that ice cream doesn't work for yeah, barbarian. Not a great choice. Very cold. Yeah. Actually, mashed <laughs> potatoes are pretty hot too. Mm-hmm. I'd stick to like like corn yeah. and things like that. There's definitely some hazards out there. Yes, yes. Um, it, your fingers get very cold with mashed potatoes <laughs> yes. with uh, ice cream. Um, but it was such a cool way for our, our dad to engage in us with us, and we laughed and. I mean, that was our first memory of Barbarian Night, and I probably have about 20 after that, where we invited friends to join with us, and they would talk about it at school, and they would do it, eventually do it at their home, 
and it just created a really, really cool environment for, for a lot of laughs that night. So that kind of kick-started some themed dinners. Um, <laughs> dinners were very important at the Glen Home, and so we were always expected uh, to have dinner with our family. And um, that is hard to do whenever each kid is involved in many different activities. Um, but uh, our parents were intentional. They made sure that we were each only involved with one activity um, at a time. Yeah, and I think that's, it's really, really difficult for now, uh, nowadays, is your child may want to be involved in everything, and they might be good at everything. We have a Which lot. Sarah was. Or <laughs> two. And all of the others. Yeah, too. all and the other. There's just a and lot of opportunities for sports, and um, maybe there's music recitals that y'all are interested in, and or all these things. Your child does not have to do everything. We have in the elementary kids staying up till 10 o'clock at night trying to get all of their baseball games in and that's really tough thinking about home life is okay if you want a unified family and you want to build in and engage with your kids it's gonna take sacrifice not only from the parent standpoint but also for the kids we had to give up some sports or only do one thing per season so that we could put our family first. Mm-hmm. And it was really important. So some other examples of um, nights that we have that were fun, that were themed. Oh, yes. Uh, we had Pioneer Night. Well, I don't <laughs> here, here's the deal on Pioneer Night. Pioneer Night started, I think, from Dad was installing a st- sprinkler system in our front yard. We and, were installing the sp- yeah, sprinkler system true. as well. Dad yeah. was using us to install a sprinkler system in the front yard. <laughs> and um, he accidentally air quotes here cut the cable (laughs) right so no cable tv anymore and that was probably the best thing that ever happened to us that's absolutely true and looking back now um you know we didn't like it at the time because we were some fans of gilmore girl at four o'clock but um looking back now wow what a blessing that is and so that sparked pioneer night Yes, where, you know, we ate by candlelight, um, there was no electricity in the house, um, you could read, uh, and then we also had the Olympics. Oh, this was one of my favorites. Yeah, mine too. We each picked a country um, f- that week, and uh, we had to eat the food uh, from that country. Um, we ate on the floor for, like, Asia, you remember? Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's yeah. some things that and we didn't love. Yeah, things. yeah. And Swedish meatballs was Sweden, I think. So I think Dad, Greece. Yeah. yeah, he encouraged us to pick a country, and we were in charge of coming up with a meal. So we had to do the research of coming up with the, that country's food. Um, and then we and, taught about the country. Yeah, and we learned some things, and then we had some friendly competition, hence the Olympics. So, and friendly, I mean very, very serious competition. If you're Glenn, <laughs> you're competitive. <laughs> That's just how it goes. So there's. Certainly, this is all. These are simple, simple things that we did. Um, and we asked Dad this morning when we were talking to Dad. We were like, "Like, how did you come up with this idea? Like, why? Why in the world were you so creative?" And he said, "Part of that's my personality, but the truth is, I loved spending time with y'all. Um, I loved spending time with my kids. I loved being able to watch them, um, like fall and and, and how to and how they interacted with each other. I loved laughing with you all." Um, and to hear that, we see T-shirts all the time that talk about like, oh, leave the kids at home or something. <laughs> exactly. Or you know, like that's encourage. Like, yeah, yes, I don't know. Like kids certain... are a burden, right? And yes, they're a responsibility. But boy, aren't they just the 
they're so full of joy and they are the joys of our lives. And it's just, they're not a burden. And I feel like parents, um, and you know, I speak cautiously here cause I'm not one, but from what I see in the elementary and I see in my own upbringing is it's really easy to become irritated with your children. Um, if and you start to enjoy them less because you are less engaged and dad just poured engagement, mom too, poured engagement mm-hmm. over us time and time and time again to build our relationship. So that we were worth, worth spending time with. There are some, definitely some busts, like dad <laughs> trying to read Jack London by the oh, fire. Yeah. And to build a fire is not, like that's not one of those stories that's really engaging. No. Um, but that's okay. Like it was, we have memories of, you know, reading listening to dad read jack london not everything's gonna work out no but try it like those those are the things those are also memories of like mo remember that time when dad so now at christmas time dad's like i've got a movie for us we're like no (laughs) or i've got a book picked out no 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 please don't don't do it to pick out any movies or or that old man at the scene that was the worst worst. movie he's ever picked (laughs) and i still need that two hours back there's a in speaking of that that he also, we spoke to dad this morning, and he said, the digital world is the enemy to creating really great memories. And, you know, you can look at TV as the enemy. You can look at, you know, iPad time as the enemy. Overall, that those are tools that I think the enemy can use to steal our time. And we all know this, and we all know that we have habits, and I wake up and I get on Twitter. I mean, that's just my habit that, you know, I I need a break. There's just so many things that we need to be aware of in our life, but as far as it comes to relationship with your family, I do believe that the digital world is the enemy to stealing those memories. Well, something that he said that was really, really impactful was if you're sitting side by side, you're probably not engaged. if you're sitting side by side, you're probably not engaged. And mm. thinking through that, um, when you're taking your kid to a movie, when you're, yes, those are enjoyable activities. Watching but a football game. Watching a football game. Those are great activities and, and certainly memory buildings, memory builders to some extent. But it's when you are sitting across the table, whenever you are um, running around. Oh, one idea also, we played Capture the Flag using. Um, flower and socks to tag each other. Mom said don't talk about this on the podcast because <laughs> it was so messy. But, but it was here's an epic. Yeah. So you take some epic. socks, fill it with flour, tie a rubber band around it, and then that's your capture of a flag target. And woo, it is so much fun. It's so different. You take a standard game and you up it into a great memory. And those are the ki- kinds of things that Dad did. He said there's always um, there's more opportunity, even more opportunity to in the winter, or just as much opportunity in the winter uh, to engage with one another uh, than there is in the summer. And so that that sitting across from each other um, at the fire, how many times that we had a fire pit outside, uh, those kind of activities that like create engagement. Exactly. I think. Or game night. Game night. And yeah. that's what, just keep it simple. It doesn't have to be Disney World. It doesn't have to be a zip line going across two acres. Like, keep it simple. <laughs> After school today, take your kid over to Walmart. Give them 10 bucks. Well, now they're kind of expensive. Give them 20 bucks and say, pick out a game for tonight. And you know what? You might not ever play that game again, but wouldn't that memory and that connection with your family be worth 20 bucks? Like, I think it would. One time we 
spent Thanksgiving in New York City. (laughs) And it's not the trip that itself was the learning experience, but we didn't have a Thanksgiving meal planned out. And this often happened with our family. We're not, yeah. Um, So we were released into the grocery store with 10 bucks and said, you buy your own Thanksgiving meal. Um, And it was one of the best experiences. Yeah, we actually dropped off. I think it was a... Asian grocery store, so we didn't, You're we didn't right. read half the labels, but we had so much fun trying all different foods. I think there there was like kumquats. I yeah, remember. I think we had kumquats <laughs> for Thanksgiving feast. <laughs> but it, <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> just just think on a small scale and what creates just memories and community in your family. Keep it simple, but be engaged. Don't mm-hmm. hand 20 bucks to your kids and have a pick out a game and let them do it for the night. What you need to do is play with them, engage mm-hmm. with them. Because I promise, promise, promise you parents, like, and I see it in the elementary, and I know that Amanda sees it in the high school, is they would much rather spend time with you than playing video games, even or watching TV or being on their tablet. Um, even though they might not admit that, mm-hmm. you have to make it fun and you have to convince them that that's like what they would want to do. But it's true. These kids just want a, your attention. I'm not naturally creative. Sarah, you are. Um, but and so I fear creativity in this sense. But at the same time, I think if we're participants um, in our engagement, we can allow our, well, I don't have children, but People can allow children to offer suggestions of how to spend that time as well. It doesn't have to be the parent always making things up. That's so true. It could definitely be child-led. I know that we, we really we don't have kids, and so we don't know what it's like to parent. But just speaking from our experience about growing up is I wouldn't change a thing no. about how our parents engaged with us. There's so many different fun activities, but also just the small, random conversations at the dinner table like Mm. to really just get together spend time together and maybe not for one day be go 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 that's one thing mom and dad both were very good about seeing what we were interested in and pursuing um discussions about what we were interested in around the dinner table when we talked about dreaming at the dinner table Mm -hmm. dad would ask me questions about theology because i was interested in that like like in third grade age nine (laughs) 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 well it worked out because i'm master's in theology now but but asking those questions like amanda um what do you think about you know zachariah and this whatever yeah um they're like sarah how's (laughs) How's football at recess? <laughs> like, <laughs> very different conversations. But, uh. but, but yeah, they pursued what we were passionate about and mm-hmm. pursued discussions in that. Even um, uh, this, this has always stood out to me. Andrew, our brother, is an artist. He's this phenomenal artist. Um, and Dad's uh, more of the the sports and the hunter and the fisher, the fisherman and the outdoorsman in that sense. But uh, their conversations around art um, ha- were really powerful uh, early mm-hmm. on. And Andrew now is the most outdoors. Yeah, 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 I guess I should should probably say that. It really, like, they engaged with us on our level and what we were interested in. And 
you know, and they even brought activities specifically per child. So we had group activities. We had fun family time together. But it was also really important. And I just I, I cherish those father-daughter trips where mm-hmm. it was just us two up to the Little Red to catch some, catch some trout. And it was just a day with just me and Dad. And I think that like, that's really important to, to set aside a father-daughter date or – a, a son dad time and to have that one-on-one conversation as well i agree <laughs> i could talk forever i could talk forever about this no, <laughs> i'm like how long that's is this true. podcast <laughs> all right well that, that's unbelievable i want to be a glenn i want to be a, have an honorary membership in your family you're so, in so please tell bo and Lori how how much I admire them, and I'm seeing and the fruit of it, and I'm living with you guys every day. Mm. I'm so proud of you as ladies, as women, and I would uh, adopt you if as daughters, but you've already got a better gig going. <laughs> so it's just a thrill to be fellow warriors with you. Mm. I love you. Please mm. tell your mom, Lori, and your dad, Bo, I said hello. I remember Bo was on the board that hired me and brought me here, so I'm in debt to him for that. And I know his ministry with fathers and sons is of God. Mm-hmm. And I just can't thank you enough for your time. This is a double bonus issue, really, of this podcast. <laughs> I mean, as the, as the ladies say, we could go on and on. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll have a part two. But thank you. You've given me ideas already how to be a better grandparent to my grandkids. So thanks for this vault of gold. And until we meet again next week, go in peace. And go Warriors. Wow. Good <laughs> art. Right, we just need to talking. <laughs> I can literally talk about that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs>